What's up, Lashinistas? Welcome to the show. This is the Sassy Lash Podcast, where we talk about the ever-growing eyelash business. This is your first time listening. Welcome. This podcast is dedicated to helping you grow as a lash artist and or business owner. So whether you work for a company or yourself, this podcast is for you. Hey guys, this is Mike and Shauna. We are the owners of Sassy Lashes. Our heart is to share with you our uphill battle in the lash industry and show you guys what started out of a tiny bedroom in our house has now turned into an extremely successful company. We are here to encourage you during your lash journey and show you guys a raw version of what it's really like. Today's episode is talking about managing clients' expectations. Before we jump into it, <laughs> maybe you heard, maybe you heard. <laughs> <coughs> We're running a contest for iTunes right now. Super exciting. Go ahead, tell them about it. We actually decided... Um, to do two giveaway baskets. So we have filled up um, some really cute baskets with about three or $400 in Sassy Lash supplies. So if you go ahead Which and- Which are like the best supplies. Yeah, they're the best supplies. So if you're new, you'll definitely get hooked on them and they're so cute. Um, so all you have to do for the contest is- Go to iTunes, leave us a review. A good one. Hopefully a good one. Hopefully. And we're gonna go on there and just pick random winners, two random lucky winners, and they're gonna win it. All you gotta do is take a picture of your review email it to us at, I'm um, sorry, giveaways at sassylashbrands.com. That's giveaways at sassylashbrands.com. We're going to pick those winners. Make sure you put your name in there so we can actually announce the person and not just whatever your IG or uh, iTunes handle is. <laughs> yeah, super important. That way we can go ahead and notify the two winners. Super We're going to pick cool. the winner here in like a week. Yeah, a week. Yeah. And just to let you guys know, we love, love, love reading the reviews. Um, I say this all the time, but like we stay up at night and we just read them or Mike will be like, oh, look at this one. Read this one. It's very inspiring. So, Makes us feel like we're doing a good job with yeah. giving you guys some good content here too. Yeah. It's super amazing. So keep it up. For as much as it inspires you guys, it inspires us as well. Yes. We grow as a community. This is a movement, not just, you know, some basic tips and tricks here. We're trying yeah. to start a movement here. All right. Let's dive into today's episode. So... <clears throat> Managing client expectations. So I think this is a, a topic that everybody can agree on. That's it's. Oof, here we go. How can I word it? So people are going to come into your salon and they're going to be like, "I love your Instagram pictures, your work. I want you to make my lashes look like this right here." And they're going <laughs> to hand you a picture of yeah. like someone with the most crazy, extreme, unlimited fullness, mega volume lashes you've ever seen. The only problem is. They've only got 10 natural <laughs> lashes to work from. So it's a very limited base. Yeah. So what would you do? Um, so there, I mean, there's tons of things that you guys want to be asking your clients. That way um, you're managing expectations at Sassy Lashes. We do consultations with new clients and then we do consultations when we have existing clients come in for fills because we want to know if they want to change anything up, change length. And it's super important just to get that across first thing because the worst thing you guys want to do is just throw a set of lashes on somebody that you think is going to look good and then they mm -hmm. open their eyes and they're so pissed off. It's literally the worst feeling. Um, I used to do that all the time. I would just slam like 15s on people just because I thought, you know, that length was pretty on me. Throw some Ds on that. Yeah. So, and they would be like, uh, and it's the worst thing is when you go longer because you can't go shorter. You have to remove all of them and start over. Mm. It's always easier to go shorter and then get them in for free touch-ups to work up the length. So, um, I would say everybody's lash line is different. So managing expectations, um, 
I think pictures are huge. Everybody brings in photos, but um, you are the expert. You are the knowledgeable one. A lot of people, even though um, clients may know a lot about extensions, you're there to educate them and to come up with like a, a happy medium. That way, uh, you're you're giving them a, a safe process. Um, you know, lashes that are healthy for their natural lashes. You're not putting like super long lashes where on natural lashes that are like really really short and brittle. Um, and you're explaining why you're doing this. And I think that if you do that consultation beforehand, um, you you know you're going to eliminate a lot of problems when the service is over. So what happens when that person comes in and they're like, I want this photo right here from your Instagram. I love it and I think they would look great on me and you look over and they've got 10 lashes yeah so I mean you definitely want to um you don't want to say anything rude to them because you don't want to make them feel uncomfortable with the lashes that they have or give them body dysmorphia yeah yeah um you just want to let them know like hey you have a beautiful lash line but you know this person um she just had a lot of natural lashes to work with so that's why we were able to achieve this look with you it's not going to look like this i can do my best to make it as full as this but it's definitely not going to look like this everybody has different eye shapes the depth um you know from their eye to their eyebrows different uh lash lines natural lashes um so it's you have to explain this to them. Otherwise, if you're not educating them and you're not explaining, they're not going to know, and then the end result is going to be freaking horrible. Yeah, and they're going to think that you just didn't hook them up like you did the other girl. Yeah. They don't understand why Why can't mine look like that. And I, and <clears throat> I guess the best way I can explain it is everybody knows who Chris Hemsworth is, right? If you guys don't know who Chris Hemsworth is, really good-looking like Aussie actor. He's uh, Thor in the Marvel <laughs> comic books, right? So Thor is like super jack, super rip. He just got like that swagger. That'd be like if I went and joined the local gym and I was like, I want to look like that right there, right? And I'm like, and they're like, all right, fat boy, well, you can't look like that right there, right? You don't have the genetics for that, unfortunately. So that's kind of like what you're dealing with. So instead of calling me, you know, fat boy and telling me that it's never going to happen, they would have to nicely explain to them that I just didn't have that that kind of a base to work with. Yeah, I would also say that um, with managing expectations, you may have a client that maybe had a bad experience where they did have a little damage to their natural lash. Um, so their lashes may be a little bit thin and brittle from that. So they're kind of in the regrowing stage. So we sell Grande Lash. So sometimes we can't even put lashes on on certain lash lines. Sorry, I live under a rock. Can you explain what Grande Lash so is? So Grande Lash, you can wear with um, lash extensions. It's a growth serum. Okay. Um, we advise the girls to put it on in the morning and at night, and you can wear it with the extension, so it helps. Like if they you know, um, are going through the process of a lot of shedding, or if they had a bad experience and their lashes are a little bit damaged, um, either we won't put lashes on them, unfortunately, but you know, turning away business for the health and sake of their natural lashes, that's what you're in business for. You don't wanna just slap lashes on because you're not gonna get a long-term client with that. Yeah. You know, it's like a, a one and done because they're going to go to another lash artist and that lash artist, lash artist is going to be like, why, why did they even put lashes on you? You should take a little break, you know? So, um, you are the educator, educator in all of this. Yeah. And I do, I do know what Grande lashes. <clears throat> just for the record, I'm just yeah. kidding. I just meant like in case somebody out there doesn't know who's listening. Yeah. So I would say that um, you can actually put, you know, a short, light, fluffy set on um, someone's natural lashes if they're going you know, through that. And then you can let them know, like, as their lashes get stronger, you can work in more fullness and length. But it's it's all about the communication with your client, because I can't say it enough, you are the educator, you're the knowledgeable one, they're coming to you. And you need to manage those expectations. Yeah. And take a step further. So let's say somebody comes in, and they're like, all right, I want 17s or 18s, which all we the get all the time, we get all the time, because it is Vegas. 
So if some of you guys are listening in a state where you would never put that on your client, we understand. We hear it. We hear it. We've got showgirls, cocktail waitresses, everything imaginable here in Vegas. So we, we need to be able to customize many different looks to appeal to many different masses. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. So say a client comes in and she says, hey, I want 18s across my eye from, from end to end. Explain how you would do that to them. So uh, we definitely wouldn't do that, number one. Um, I would explain to them, like, what we do is if they want extremely full lashes, we work in layers. So we'll tape back. We'll put um, shorter lengths on on the lashes where it's on not On the baby gonna, lashes. On the baby lashes. Nothing under, I would say, like, eight or nine millimeter. Um, and then we kind of work our way up. We never, 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 ever put, like, 17s or 18s, like, full across. We never put 16s full across. We're able to give Why that... Not? Uh, because it's going to damage their natural lashes, especially (laughs) inner corners. They're always going to be shorter. So you never want to like slap a 16 or 17 or anything on them. Um, but what we do is we'll custom, we'll customize their lashes where we build it up in layers to give them a dark, dense lash line. And then if they have the nice, strong lashes, like we have a lot of girls that come in and their natural lashes are like, you know, 15, they're naturally like 15s and we can put like a 16 or 17, but we're not like, we're not putting them on every lash. So they still see the length in there, but we're, and they think they're getting all of them, right? And they, th- and they really think that, but I mean, we explain the process, but they don't care. They look at their lashes like, Oh, perfect. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, we d- never, I, I wouldn't recommend doing that. And so we actually, one of our lash courses, we actually had, uh, when we were preparing for models, we had a lady come in that day who never had lash extensions before. Mm-hmm. And she came with her daughter, right? Yeah. And she wanted to get really long lash extensions. She's like, I didn't drive all the way down here not to get Mm -hmm. super, super long lashes. Yeah. Explain kind of what happened with it. So I was working on her because we were waiting on one of the the students. So she didn't even realize I was the owner. And I just acted like I was a student. And I was like taping her up. And um, her eye shape was just like a little almond eye. So it was a little bit harder for me. So I had to use a little bit more medical tape. And she kept like questioning what I was doing. And she was like back talking me. And she was like, well, I don't want to do this if I'm not going to get 17s. And I was trying to explain to her like, hey, like your natural lashes are like literally like a 10. There's no way I'm going to slap. 17s on your natural lashes and she got really bitchy and really really hostile and unfortunately I had to break up with her at that point but um, you're gonna have those clients and if you don't do it trust me there's someone in town that will but before you let that person go after you say like hey listen I'm not gonna be able to give you this look and maybe this just isn't a good fit um, you want to explain why because then worst case scenario if they go to another lash artist they're at least gonna relay like hey sassy lashes told me they weren't gonna do this and here's why so at least you're acknowledging them in that fact yeah. And just to take it one like one step further than that, okay? Um, we have a lash artist, Red, who's been with us for a while now. He's been lashing like... 13 years. 13 years. Yeah. Started with the op- optometrist. Mm-hmm. So he knows a thing or two about yeah. the, the eye in general and lashing. So uh, Red had a client that came in and she had, she'd had an allergic reaction every time. Mm-hmm. Every single time. Every single time. And it didn't matter what we tried. It didn't matter if it was clear glue. It didn't matter if it was sensitive with no cyanacrylate in it. It didn't matter if it was uh, gentle paper tape. It didn't matter if it was an eye patch. I mean, there was literally no patch test that we could do to... to finalize the system she was she was allergic to the cyanacrylate i mean our sensitive glue does have it in it but not as much but she was still having a reaction to that so red just told her that you know hey listen like you're just not a candidate for lashes and what happened and she left us a five-star review on that so she that was like, a five-star review first yeah. client ever to not get lashes yeah and left us a and left us like a good review because we actually took the time and explained to her why she couldn't get lashes yeah. and why she kept having those issues and if you do that let's say that she's not your client you're like oh no i advertised i spent money and I just lost the client because I know some of you are thinking, 
when we were yeah. when we were flat broke and we would get a client, we're like, Lash her. you're gonna be fine. We'll just give her Benadryl and, and, and Xanax and send her out the door. And she's like, Argh. she can't see, drooling herself. Yeah, no. So this is a picture because she got hit by Mike Tyson. She's like, is this bad? We're like, oh, you're good. Change our number, you know. Not but really happened. Yeah, but here's the thing, and I understand what you're thinking. Like, I need the money. I need the client. Here's what you're not gonna get. You're not gonna get a client. You're not gonna get a referral. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, you're gonna get a bad Yelp review. Yeah. And other people are gonna see that by Red turning that lady away and saying. Hey, here's why. The fact that he educated her and said, listen, this is why you can't get lash extensions. She actually referred a few people to us. Yeah. And her review was amazing. Mm -hmm. Because instead of being a scumbag and just trying to make a buck, she instead looked past the money and looked at what she could actually do to help somebody and, and now become an educator. Yeah. And, and that's what it's really all about at the end of the day. It's not about just clubbing people overhead and trying to make a quick buck. And like she said, if you're managing expectations and you're being honest with them, and you're explaining the process. Could you imagine if you had to go get surgery? And the doctor's like, sit down, we're gonna use a point five scalpel and we're gonna cut into your upper upolopimus. And you're like, what was that bad? What, what does that mean? You know, like, we're gonna carve you up like a turkey. What? Like sitting down calmly and explaining the process to them. And now they're like going, okay, that makes sense. And now you're the foremost lash authority. Mm -hmm. And they're going to refer everybody to you. Yeah. And lastly, I would say with managing expectations, especially if it's a new client who has never experienced eyelash extensions at all, um, I would go over like the process of what you're doing. So after you do have like your, your consultation with that person and decide like what kind of lash set you're going to do, you want to manage their expectations and let them know like, hey, you're going to be sitting here for such and such. Yes. So base that off like the turn times, like, yes. hey, if you have to use the restroom, I would go now. You're going to be here for a good hour and a half. Um, and then, you know, everything. Okay, I'm just going to play these iPads. This is basically holding your bottom lashes down so they don't get stuck to the top. Um, I'm going to be priming and just kind of walk them through the process because that is going to give them comfort in knowing like what exactly you're doing. Because I know if you're listening and you're a lash artist, you're like, you know, I've been, I've been doing this for three years. Like, but you still have to go back and remember what it's like you know, the first time you ever yes. got extensions. And it's scary, especially really with your eyes point. closed. So manage those expectations with the process too. It's not just the consultation um, to give them comfort. And they really appreciate that. And I can't even... I can't even tell you how much feedback we get back on, oh, you know, like um, we have a system called Frederick and they'll give us feedback and people are like, oh my gosh, like, oh, Dallas explained everything to me, like step by step. And that Held gave my me hand a, the process. Yeah. And I mean, it's kind of scary. Your eyes are closed. So that's super important too, as far as managing expectations, kind of as a side note. Yeah. And no, that's a, that's a super good point. And I will say this. By the fact that she, what she just said, it explained the process. When someone's brand new, you can't just assume they understand what's going to happen. They don't know they're getting taped up. They don't know how long they're going to be there for. Yeah. They like it's their first time, just like the first time you do anything. So it's reassuring to have someone hold your hand and at least verbalize what to be expected. And here's what it does. It makes you a wow. What is a wow? A wow is someone who actually takes the time to explain things and they leave such a lasting impression that when you leave there, they're telling their friends, they're saying, hey, go see my girl, Shauna. Shauna will hook it up. Mm -hmm. She'll explain the process. She's a great listener. They're going to explain. That's how they're going to talk about you because you were a wow. If you're a schmuck, you're like, okay, lay back and you just assume what link they want and you don't manage your expectations and you just put on what you think is going to look good. Then you look like every yeah. other jerk and they're like, yeah, I just went to some girl. I can't remember her name. And you I'll know, never go back to her I'll again. I'll never go back to her again. Yeah. So that's the difference between, between being a wow and being just an average Joe, average, average schmuck. Schmuck. That's all we got for you guys for today. Hopefully you guys got some good value from today's podcast. Yeah. As always, if you guys have not already, make sure you hit the subscribe button below. 
and refer someone. Refer someone. Thank you. Obviously, we do this podcast for free. We give you guys as much content as we possibly can mm -hmm. to help you so you don't make all the same financial and bad decisions we made. Aww. Yeah. But obviously, we, we don't charge a fee for it. So if you can, refer somebody and, you know, help us grow this movement. Until then, we will see you guys in the next episode. Thank you. Thank you.